Hello, everyone. I am Steph Bodrini, and this podcast is for everyone who wants to learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z. I'll be sharing with you my daily journey in getting into real estate while being mentored by someone who has been doing retail real estate investing for the last 20 plus years so that you and I can make the least amount of mistakes as possible and get to success a lot faster. This podcast is also for people who are focused on retail investing, although the lessons we'll be learning can be applied to all kinds of real estate investments. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you are here to learn. With that, in the last episode, we talked about questions you should be asking the seller's real estate agent when you are interested in a property that you come across on the web. And today I'm going to go over my very first offer, which happened about four months into my real estate education. So I started learning and dedicating five hours a week of learning real estate in January, 2018. And around April is when I found this property and made my first offer. I'm going to break this down into a few episodes because it's going to be a bit of a long story about exactly what happened with this property, how did the process go, what we were thinking of doing with it, and I'm going to break it down as follows. Number one, what was this property about? How did we decide to make an offer on this property? What did we ask the real estate agent to send us during the due diligence process? And then are we running this as a business once we remodel or not? What are we doing with this property? And then all the financial calculations that we did, if we were going to rent it out, to run it as a business or to sell it. And we're also going to go over all of the things that our attorney looked at and noticed from the title report and objected to from the title report. We're going to cover also what ended up happening with this first offer. And then we're going to come to the end (laughs) as a conclusion from what happened from A to Z on this first offer that I made. So, Let's get started with the very beginning. How do I understand if this is a potential property that I want to end up buying or not? Is as follows. I have been keeping track of all the properties that I find interesting on LoopNet. From there on, I call all the sellers, real estate agents, and I ask them the questions that we covered yesterday. And then if I find that these properties could have a good potential, I save them, I save the answer, I put all in one email, and I send it to my mentor, and he tells me, yes, no, let's find out more information on this one, not good for these other two, etc. So once he responds, I call the real estate agents again, so let's say out of 10 properties that I send him per week, I contact two properties again and ask a few more questions and then we take it from there. What happened with this particular property 
it was one of these 10 that I sent him. He said, I really like it. Let's go take a look at it this weekend. And what was this property? It was an old movie theater in the city of Salinas, which is considered the salad bowl of America. This is where a lot of our vegetables are grown. And it's also a city that is very close to Carmel Valley, which is a beautiful area that is very fancy and the weather is really amazing and perfect. It's about 20 minutes from Carmel, which is in the beach, so it gets that breeze from the ocean and it's really nice. The price was 500000 and that was around $83 per square foot. This theater was abandoned for the last 30 years. Nobody had been using the property or keeping up with code for 30 years and it was literally falling apart. But the pros were obviously the price. Uh, it was about one third of the price that other people were paying for buildings at, in the low end. And it was in a very cute downtown area, which I personally like. And I think that of all retail real estate, cute downtowns are the ones who will definitely survive. And lastly, we could potentially turn this property around and make a really good amount of money in a short period of time. We would just have to do all the calculations throughout the due diligence process. So we make an appointment, we go there over the weekend, we take a look at the property. And the first thing that we noticed on a movie theater is that a lot of movie theaters have two little stores on the side. One store to the left, one store to the right. They were probably uh, ticketing booths uh, back then. But nowadays, the movie theaters just have a, 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 an actual tenant on the, both sides. And these little um, stores are pretty small. They're 500 to 700 square feet each. And in this particular property, one of them was actually rented out to a nail salon that had been there for a while and they were on a month-to-month lease paying below market. The other side was actually remodeled but it was empty and of course the inside of the movie theater was a huge huge mess. Uh, it had not been used for 30 years <laughs> so you can imagine that things were falling apart. However, as soon as you walk in, you can tell that, wow, if this building was remodeled, it would be such a beautiful property. And you just start wondering, what could I do with this? We had a few options. The number one choice was to remodel the very, very minimum we could remodel, bring it up to, to code, meaning all the bathrooms had to be ADA compliant, we had to install fire sprinklers, the roof had to be changed, and a few other things had to be done, and that would be the very minimum. And then we would just remodel and sell it right away. Number two option was to remodel it to the maximum that we could, meaning bring this property up to as best as it can look, and then we were going to rent it out to parties and events, 
in corporate gatherings, etc. And then we could potentially run the business ourselves or partner up with someone who would run that business with us. And thirdly, the option was to remodel, find a tenant that is a very good tenant, and I had all kinds of ideas and I'm gonna go through them with you later, and then give them some TI, which is tenant improvement money, that it can range greatly because if it's a fancy tenant, meaning if it's a, a national tenant, you typically have to give a lot of money for TI, versus if it's just a smaller tenant, you don't really have to give a lot of money for tenant improvements. And we're going to be covering all of these things in future podcasts, but for now, that's what you need to know. So these were our options with this property, and we said, mm, you know, let's just put an offer in it, and then let's find out what we can do with it as we go through the due diligence process. Let's see how much money we're going to have to be spending on this property to bring it up to par. And let's just see how bad or how good things are and take it from there. Worst case scenario, we can always withdraw our offer and just deal with, you know, having to pay for inspections. So we made an offer of $430,000 and we decided to use that same agent because we just found the property ourselves and we said to the seller's agent, do you mind being our agent? It's just going to make things a whole lot easier. And uh, she promptly accepted. We made that $430,000 offer, but there was one thing on the um, offer agreement and she used the standard uh, offer agreement for commercial properties. And there is a clause there that says that we have... 45 days to complete all of our investigations and approve all matters regarding the property. And we are going to pay for all of those inspections. And if we don't end up buying the property, we need to give all of these inspections and documentations and reports back to the seller so they can give it to the next buyer. So on that $430,000 offer. We said, we don't want to pay for these. We want the seller paying for a few of these reports because we don't want to give it back to you guys if we don't need it. And that's the only thing that the seller didn't agree with. They accepted the price and we said, fine, let's not fight over this. And we're just going to pay for all of these reports. I want to note a few things that I highlighted on the purchase agreements that caught my attention. So that was one of them, giving them all of the reports if we did not end up buying the property. Number two, uh, also I mentioned earlier, we have 45 days to complete all of our investigations. And then we needed to deliver a removal of the contingencies or cancel the agreement within those 45 days. And if there was any problem with this purchase, we could only resolve it through arbitration. A couple of other things that I highlighted on that agreement were that both buyer and seller pay for escrow fees. The seller pays for county transfer fee. The seller pays for the city transfer fee. The buyer, pays for all the reports and the buyer also pays for the title insurance policy. 
These are just standard terms and we agreed to them. We then went to the title company and we got the uh, escrow opened. So it was me, the real estate agent and the title person. So I gave her the $15,000 refundable deposit. And then I went to see the property again. And this time I took pictures and <laughs> I recorded videos of the property. It was one of my mistakes for not recording the first time. And it's something that you and I should be doing every single time we actually go see a property that we are very interested in because there are many things that we forget. So make sure to take pictures and videos the very first time you go there. And also, if you can bring someone with you, it's going to be very helpful because there was a lot of information that the real estate agent was giving while we were touring the property. And some of that information I missed, some of that information I remembered, and some of that information he missed, and some of that he also remembered. So together, we remembered a lot more than we would if we had gone alone. For example, the real estate agent said that quite a few people had been contacting her and were interested in renting out the little other area that was for rent next to the nail salon. And she said that she would give all that information from these people to us once we completed the purchase. I never remember that she said that. However, my mentor did, so I took a note so I wouldn't forget to ask her for that once the escrow was closed. Next, I'm going to cover what were the things that I asked the real estate agent to give me throughout the due diligence process. So I asked her first and foremost for recommendations for structural engineers. I asked her for recommendations for property inspectors. And I also asked for contacts in the city. Since she has been a broker for a very long time in that city, she knew <laughs> quite a few people, so she would give me the best recommendations that she could. And after she provided these recommendations, throughout those 45 days, I also asked her for the last structural report done on the property. I asked her for the blueprints so we could give that to the architect. Otherwise, if the architect did not have the blueprints, we would have to pay around $10,000 to have it redone. And I needed those blueprints not only in paper format, but also in digital format. I wanted to just forward it to our architect digitally via email. And both of these cost money. <laughs> so since she had the original blueprint and there were about 11 pages she had to make a copy of these blueprints and she also had to scan them and send them to me. I also asked her for rent comps in the area as well as sales comps in the area. And both of these were for me to understand what we could rent the property for and therefore what could we sell the property for and what were people paying for once a property was fully leased and fully remodeled in that area. So I needed that information to do my financial analysis and do a 
best and worst case scenario to see what was going to be an ideal price for this property. I want to note here that I asked for lease comps and sales comps from two different real estate agents and both of them provided me different numbers so I had to average it out from these two sources and um, you really want to make sure that you ask for comps from more than one real estate agent. And I also asked for the lease that the nail salon had since they were on a month-to-month -month in order for me to understand if they were below market or not. And, I also, and it's also very important for us to have a copy of that. And lastly, we had to find out who the owner of the building next door was because we were sharing a wall with him and we needed to understand if he did anything to the wall or not. This is basically what our adventure was <laughs> so far. Tomorrow we're gonna go over how we approached our decisions on what we're gonna do with this. Are we going to remodel and run this as a business ourselves? Or are we going to remodel the very basics and just sell the property after that? Or are we doing some remodeling and finding a very good tenant and then giving them some TI or not? We're also going to go over the financial calculations that we did, what ended up happening with the title and what our attorney found as a uh, objections on the title and what came out of that and we're also going to go over what happened at the end what was our final decision and how much did we end up spending on this property if you are finding value out of our podcasts please make sure to subscribe and do me a favor and write us a review since this is the beginning of the podcast that is the only way that we will show up which is when we have a lot of reviews. So we would be very grateful if you could write us a review if you're finding value out of this podcast. And as always, all of the information on this podcast will be available under the description, which will take you to our blog post with every single detail of what we talked about today. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I am here to help you.